Are you sure your clay litter controls odors? Uh, no. Be sure? <laughs> Hardly. You can't be sure with the leading clays. Their perfume and colored specks can control odors as well as litter green. Litter green with chlorophyll is 100% natural deodorizers. Every pellet controls odors better. The voice you're about to hear is Carol Channing. I'm sure of only two things, diamonds and litter green. Get litter green and be sure. Hey everyone, it's me, Carol Channing. There's two things I'm certain of. One, we're going to talk about some cats today. And two, this is Scooping the Box. Your hosts are me, Carol Channing, or Audrey. We've got Dan. Meowdry. 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 I'm also Carol Channing. I'm a different kind of Carol Channing. And... (laughs) We're and gonna Jimmy. talk about cats <laughs> and raspberries. <laughs> and raspberries. By the way, it's not Jimmy. It's Mister Crap Movelise. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me. Let me just. Oh, God. That uh, might be one of the first internet <laughs> memes that I ever experienced on YouTube is the is the talking cat, the meow, meow, you know, oh, Long Johnson. And uh, is that a know. meme? I don't know. It was a meme. Because I feel like a meme is no audio. Well, it was a Fire audio meme. Video. It's like a meme, I think. Audio meme. It, it existed before the word meme had been invented, I think. Uh, and back when so Jeff th- was but a peanut butter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I thought it was GIF. It is GIF. No, oh, cheesy context. Moms choose GIF. Mm-hmm. Karen, mom. Speaking of GIF. choosing, uh, who <laughs> yeah. chose this movie, Audrey? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> This is the, I, the third and final installment of our for d- now. Dealer's, <laughs> for now, dealer's Choice episodes, starting with the Christmas episode of A Very Brady Christmas, and then the Valentine's episode of Perry. And now the, what I, we don't understand why the musical adaptation <laughs> of T.S. Eliot's random poems made into a musical by Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Made into a movie in 2019 <laughs> by the same director cats. of the mo- of the movie musical Les Miserables. We have Cats, <laughs> which cats. is also a pile of. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sandy. It's a sandy pile of sh- that your cat only just covered up with their dirty little paws. Mm. Oh, I still love to, them for it. I'm gonna have to oh. cover the the swears with meows this time. Oh, yes, yay! <laughs> Can we get like a an ad break, but use the uh, Neon Cat song somewhere? <laughs> I just, it's so great. You know, it's really fun and happy. And- uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this movie is a movie that exists. Um, you could call it that, and you it, could say those things about it. You could. It is Absolutely based. Could. On the stage musical, mm-hmm. and 
um, it has engulfed my life for the past <laughs> week, <laughs> which we'll get into more of. <laughs> I procrastinated as I do sometimes. I watched it last night and then also consumed probably about the same amount of stuff as Dan did, but in a few hours and was just like, I got to know everything there is to know about Cats, the original play, T.S. Eliot. Mm. I listened to the soundtrack today at work, the the original Broadway recording soundtrack, yeah, the, the one yeah. that matters. And yeah. and you know what? I, I had some feelings about everything and I'm glad we get to talk about it. Yeah, I... Mm. Well, I'd like I think, to share just as an at the outset. I'd like to share right. something. Can I um, just before we go? Absolutely, but I want to hand hand it over. But before we do that, I want to put some context here because regular regular listeners of the show know that we are three theater kids. Yes, but if you are not a regular listener, and the wafting stink of Cats the movie got you here. We are three theater kids, and yes, we are. this is what we do. So go ahead, Jimmy. I'm sorry. Well, that, well, to to that point, I know. Actually, I want to talk about that in just a minute. I just wanted to because normally you do a 2019 thing or whatever. Just I just want to set the context of this. Cats <laughs> is a 2019 uh, musical fantasy. <laughs> Based on the 1981 Tony Award-winning stage musical of the same name by Andrew Lloyd Webber, which in turn was based on a poetry collection of Old Possum's Book of Practical, or Practical Cats, 1939, by T.S. Eliot. The film is directed by Tom Hooper in the second theatrical musical following Les Miserables from a screenplay by Lee Hall and Hooper. The film features an ensemble of cats including James Corden, Judi Dench, Jason Derulo, Idris Elba, Jennifer Hudson. Sorry, I'm still learning the soundboard. Ian McKellen, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Jason Derulo. Yeah, Jason Derulo. Uh, Rebel Wilson and Francesca. Jason Derulo. Yeah, Cats was theatrically released in the United Kingdom and the United States in, on 20th of December 2019 by Universal Pictures. To, to negative response from, from critics who criticized the visual effects and editing. <laughs> The film was a box office bomb, <laughs> grossing $75 million on a budget as high as $100 million. It is estimated to have lost Universal Pictures as much as $114 million. That's what I wanted to start with. Holy crap. Yeah, I, I, was, so I, I was driving to visit my dad, who, you know, uh, has Alzheimer's, and that's sad. And I thought about how many movies could have been made with this money. And that was depressing. Yeah. Not, not <laughs> the other thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> not Alzheimer's. That wasn't as depressing as how this much. This outweighed it. This was like. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. and. Uh, yeah. You have a hundred million dollar movie. I mean, th think about all the diseases that could be cured with a hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Like yeah. the the weird disease that you can get from cat feces. Sure. <laughs> what is it? Tell us. I what don't that know, is. but it. Well, I can't think of the name right now. But there's some sort of disease that you can get from cat feces that well, infects mm. your brain and makes you go crazy. Is and it it's the a thing that you hey, can Google. Google? What is the disease that you get from cat poop? On the website MayoClinic.org, they say. 
Toxoplasmosis is a disease that results from infection with the Toxoplasma gondii parasite, one of yep. the world's most common parasites. Mm. The Gandhi. Shut up, Google. <laughs> Stop. I thought it was going to be the Meow Rona virus. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, Hold yeah, it's the, it's the plastic Gandhi virus, I guess. Plastic yeah. Gandhi. <laughs> Toxoplasmosis. All yes. of you cat owners out there. You watch we out. all were, con- were concerned about <laughs> kids with cats because they could create toxoplasmosis. I remember that from the movie Nine Months. Nine Months with uh, the British squiggly man and uh, the redheaded lady before Dallas Howard, Bryce really? Dallas Howard. <laughs> uh, oh, ooh, I, ooh, jo- oh, 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 this is going to be fun. Let me see if my description works. Okay. Right, British squiggly man, Benedict Cumberbatch. Ooh, no, way before his time. Think uh, oh, okay. um, playing by heart. No, not playing by heart. Think um, Love Actual. Oh, 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 Bill Nye. No. Oh, 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 oh. Richard Burton. Oh, no, 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 no. Alan Rickman. No, <laughs> squiggly man. Uh, awkward, uh, uh, stumbly, bumbly, uh, bumbly, uh, yeah. Uh, uh is he like... Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant and... Before and the, red, the the famous redhead before Bryce Dallas Howard. This is think nineties. So not Bryce Dallas Howard. No. Katie um, Adams. No before. Okay. Um Dan Judy Dick. <laughs> way um, Kate Wins no no no. Kate Ooh, No 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 no. The one that was married to Tom Cruise. Nope. Katie Nicole Kidman. Oh Nicole Oh, that was a good She's guess. She's Australian. No. She is. This is an American and I girl. Think she's a redhead. Uh, no. Um, oh God! What else was she in? Julie, Julianne Moore. Bernadette Peters. Julie Andrews. Julianne Moore. I just said it. Julianne Moore. Hugh Grant. Julianne Moore. Nine Lives. Nine Months. Sorry. Nine Lives is a very different movie. Anyway, speaking of Jimmy, speaking of too much into cats, I'm wondering how you did with this movie because you know, you know my theory about you, the furry theory. Oh, the <laughs> that's a very good what? question. And uh, listen, Victoria did it for me, man. I don't know what to say, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Rebel Wilson was, she... you know, I don't know. I, that is a good point. No, I didn't no, think about no. it. I didn't think about it whilst watching, but after the fact, I think you're onto something, Dan. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! Really? I Do you want me to edit that part out? Nope. <laughs> Keep it in. It stays. Because I don't know what oh, it means. So wow. yeah, why not? Why not? Listen. <laughs> I guess I if furry, if being a furry means you sexualize anthropomorphic people. Yes, goofy, that are mixed with movie. cats. Then, then I definitely am a furry because this movie, for real, all of the cats look super sexual, and there is tension yeah. between the actors that you can feel, and it's like it feels super weird to consider that because they're all half human, half cat. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm yeah, not I... sure if I'm just like a horny person or if Maybe. they're just. They that really is what they are. They're being sexualized. Well, I am a horny person, but I don't. This movie was kind of like, I kind of get it. I'm like, I get that there's like a physicality to it, but that goes more like the dance element of it. That's what I was going to say. That that this is a dance musical, and I did not realize that until I saw it. And it, so this is where I wanted to go back to real quick, uh, away from the free for a minute. 
um, we're theater kids, right? That was my college major. I was a bachelor of fine arts and musical theater. This is the first time I've seen this musical ever. Mm-hmm. And I've seen same for me. First time seeing it. Scores of musicals. The only thing I know about this thing is is memory, right? Because that's the only you know it's the only song in this movie, really, right? Or this yeah. musical. Sorry. Yeah. And so I, you know, there's a reason which we'll explore here. <laughs> That I didn't have never seen this movie. This, so musical. I know people really like to shit on this musical. Yes. And I never really understood why. And put and, but I, I was definitely one of those people where I was just like, oh, cats, let's make fun of it because it's silly because yeah. it's people yeah. dressed like cats dancing around. It's not but, because of that, because the music sucks. Well, the music sucks, but it's also catchy. I'm not going to lie. I, I've had. Uh, magical Mr. Mistopheles and uh, Old Deuteronomy, and even Jellical songs for Jellical cats. Jellical I've had all Jellical of that in my head cat. for a week. All right, so, since we're here. <laughs> oh, God. Is this a drunk Frenchman at a wedding? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Universal and or Andrew Lloyd Webber, if you're looking to sue us, uh, you can sue this gentleman. He's on YouTube. <laughs> it's like it's like swearing if it's from a movie. It's like I, I'm just quoting the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, I want to talk about this movie. I, it took me researching what it was. I, I had to look up on the internet what the movie was about, the movie that I watched, mm-hmm. like what is happening. And I, I have it, so I'm ready whenever you but, guys are to kind of go through it. Jimmy, well, I tell you thoughts? right up front that, that this is a movie where all the cats want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Does my cat want to die? Probably. Oh, and Sorcia. they all sing a song about who they are and what they do. And that's the story. That's kind of it, right? I mean, that's, that's what it took me Done. hours. It took me hours of research to figure out that's what that is. Well, but that's that's what the play is about. But this movie makes the very, very clever move of taking a play where part of the charm is that the performers are like, you know, in the face of the audience and interacting with them and talking to them directly, like, Hey, this is a show for you. Uh, the, the audience is the stand in for Deuteronomy and Deuteronomy is sitting in the back. That old trope where like the person they're performing for is actually in, on the back of the stage, mm. but they're performing to the front, you know? Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. as soon as that was revealed in the, the movie, I was like, Oh, no wonder this movie sucks because uh. They're taking this, it's basically a dance recital with like the sprinklings of some conceptual st- story in air quotes. <laughs> it's like 
and it's not a bad idea if you're it's it's super high concept it's it's but it wears its high conceptness on its sleeve at no point mm. are it, in the musical are they like this is a completely normal musical it's like no this right. is you're watching a dance recital with music and the loosest amount of story possible listen and one of and my favorite a crescendo ahead, called memory right. yeah. <laughs> you know which is an audition really right yeah. In the is a musical, it's kind of an audition song in a way. It's a chorus um, line. Sure. Well, so one of my favorite musicals is Assassins, which is about uh you know, talk about high concept. Well, maybe it's 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 about people who have attempted to commit murders of famous people. Mm-hmm. And and it's it somehow glorifies these people while vilifying them at the same time, but it justifies them in a way. Yeah. But there's not yeah. really a through story, right? It's, but it's good music. And that makes all the difference between, uh, you know, sort How of an is... abstract story. Okay. So that, but how is, explain to me why you think cat's music is bad because I think it's pretty great. It's just that they overuse really dumb synthesizers mm. and like well, it, it was the timing, been... right yeah, by I the guess. way they did not update the synthesizers for no they didn't why didn't they all. do that they oh my god <laughs> and just... honestly oh. i mean so if we're if we're gonna get into like the movie itself i knew i was in trouble as soon as i heard that synth it was mm-hmm. like it just yeah, it ages it immediately. Like it, I, it, yeah. If you watch Cats twenty nineteen and then immediately go watch the musical version, the nineteen ninety eight musical version on YouTube, like any clip, you're gonna feel like, wow, this one see- feels more current and more modern right. yeah. than yeah the modern movie does. And how is yeah. that possible? Well, if you, it's not even retro. It's just. I think they actually might have taken the old synthesizer from the original like London premiere of like 1980 coke cocaine era synthesizer and was like, you know, got it out of rehab. <laughs> it's like you got another one in you old girl. <laughs> I think here's here's what my my stance is on it right now. The director tried to take what made Cats the musical good. Mm-hmm. And just copy paste into this movie format, which he did with Les Mis, which was good. I'm using air quotes mm-hmm. for our viewers who can't see it. <laughs> like, you know, our the whole, viewers. Um, I can't think of the character's name that uh, Anne Hathaway sings, Eponine, you know, yeah. her like tragic award winning moment. Yeah. They tried to like, oh, this worked in Les Mis. Let's do it again with. Jennifer oh, Hudson. With Jennifer and Hudson, cats. yeah. But it just there's the because it's not. I think it's because we're too focused on this terrible CGI to feel the real. You know, it's bad. Pathos. Some of them pathos? are. Some of them are wearing Is shoes. Is that the word? Yes, indeed, there are. And pathos. But um, here, but, but let me let me have another <laughs> crack at this. Yes. Okay, go for it. John Wilkes Booth goes to Lee Harvey Oswald to convince him to murder JFK. Yeah. In Assassins. It's a good musical. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, the, there's some but that's serious a story. It, well, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's abstract. Like, there's no through line. It's, it's not a plot necessarily, but it is, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a moment where something makes sense. This is just, I guess, cats are 
cats are singing to another cat as though she's the audience. Yeah. Because she's the stand-in for us, the audience. This this movie doesn't need that character because we're that character. Right. That's a good point. Now it becomes about her and no one gives a yeah. Well, she's a good dancer and she's very she's pretty. She's a really good dancer. She is very pretty and a good dancer. I think, you know, here, oh God, Dan, you know, I like to look up, you know, I, I, I have a good sense of voices. Like when I hear voices, I know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> when I watch movies, I want to know what other movies they've been in if I can't place it. Right. And because there's a mm-hmm. lot of these faces that are, you know, covered in fur, um, <laughs> went on IMDb to to find this actress, and I was like, "Oh, she looks better as a cat." <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, God. So I guess our theory is confirmed. Uh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> some serious it's good okay tail. There's some good tail work in this movie. Yeah, for all the bad CGI, we'll there's some good ear tails. work and some good um, tail work. That's what if they just did the ears and tails and left everything else untouched? Absolutely, it would have been at least. You mean what if they made them up like they are in the musical? Kind of. Yeah, but no, no, not even. Like, what if they used? Okay, we need to get into the plot, but let me say, since we're talking about the tails, since we are, since the tails came up, they have prehensile tails. Mm, yes, like you. weird cat mon- monkeys. Just yes. Like, and oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's wrong. That's cats not that. how it works. Cat don't do that. No, cats do not <laughs> hang by their tails. That's true. <laughs> they do not. I've tried. But, uh, uh, all right. So, you guys want to talk about this movie? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> no, what yes. have we been doing for the last half an hour? <laughs> no, we're just so, wanna... We're so shell-shocked, I think. Shell-shocked. <laughs> yeah. <about Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to take us song by song, and we can we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Victoria, a wh- young white cat, gorgeous cat, by the way, is thrown. <laughs> so so uh, it's a hot pussy there. It's, oh God! Victoria, a young white, hot ass pussy cat. Is thrown out of a car in the streets of London in the middle of the night, which is where we get the overture and the prologue, Jellical Songs for Jellical Cats, which is performed by the orchestra. (laughs) Just like that. So, yeah, the energy in this cover is, it doesn't really match, like, the, I think I think the energy does, actually. <laughs> he's, he's into it. He is into it. The, the alley cats witnessing this introduced themselves to her as the Jellicles. Two Toms. It sounds like a, sounds like a, like a bad name for a girl band. The I'm just gonna launch right into a quick story. No, Jellicles. No, uh, my sister and my friend Jessica and I, when we were kids, we thought we were cool, and we had a girl band called the Brennanberries. Mm. So Brennanberries, Jellicles, there's some crossover there. Sure. Um, Brennanberries. Yeah, we were really cool. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, what was your big hit? I don't even think we had any songs, uh, okay. but we did have a CD cover. 
Nice. But you need, yeah, you it's need a name and a cover. After that, it's it's good. Kind of writes itself, right? Kind of yeah. like this musical. Uh, two Toms. <laughs> no, cocaine writes the music. <laughs> there had to have been some hallucinogens. You cannot tell me. Something. Something. I mean, catnip. It wasn't just hello. uppers. Catnip. There's actually, there's a really good story. And I, so just to reference, um, I think Edited Sideways is a YouTube channel that I accessed a lot. And if it's not the right one, I'll edit myself saying the right thing here. Uh, right here. Sideways. Okay, maybe, I don't know if I was right or wrong. But you do, <laughs> listening. Um, <laughs> and uh, was Lindsay totally Ellis. wrong. Fact checked. <laughs> Lindsay Ellis has, first of all, she's a great YouTuber. Um, but she has a show called, a podcast called Musical Splaining. Mm-hmm. Where and this was this was their first episode as they talked about cats. Oh God, I want to listen and, to that musical explaining. <laughs> it's really I'm good. It down. Yeah, you would love it. Um, and have they done they assassins? Were talk- they they were. <laughs> I don't think they have yet. Um, What's your favorite musical again, Jimmy? Uh, oh, this is Phantom of the Opera. No, actually, I, it, it's hard. Word. It's hard for me to say. It's like favorite mo- movie, favorite musical. It's not as you know. It's it's. Not as easy okay, as then I favorite was child. Just, I was gonna. I say, was just setting it, you up Dan. so you could say assassins again. <laughs> I know you were, and I I took it sideways, and I was just trying to rephrase to figure out how to say it's easier than picking my favorite child. But Dan beat me to it. I'm um, sorry. It's okay. So <laughs> we ruined your joke. We're such a I think the, just <laughs> like a couple of cats. Uh, the cats are. <laughs> you know. One of my favorites is from a musical standpoint, just listening to the music and the story arc is called The Last Five Years. It's by Jason Robert Brown. It's about a couple and their their relationship. And the musical is basically solos. So she sings a song at the beginning that is the end of their relationship. And his song is the beginning of the relationship. And as the musical arcs, they meet in the middle in their wedding. And then his arc goes to them breaking up and hers goes to the beginning of the relationship. So it's, it's really powerful because wow. she's, yeah, it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. And the music is incredible. So I think it's probably my favorite Sweeney Todd. Um, the fan of the opera was the first one I learned about, which is Angela Weber's probably best musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Jesus Christ superstar, Well, but any, Jimmy, anything you, Sondheim. You and, what was the Sorry. name of that marriage one again? I'm going to recommend it's it to my friend. The friends. last five years. They made a movie of it with um, with Pitch Perfect Girl. Um, what's her name? Uh, Julie Andrews. God damn it. Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Yes, Anna Kendrick. Um, it, it's actually the musical. <laughs> yes. the, the movie did a pretty good job replicating the story, and uh, it's really good. You should watch it tonight when we're done. Audrey, what's your favorite musical? My favorite musical? Gosh, that's a good one. I haven't seen that many. Um, While you're thinking, I can share mine is not this, not any version other than the original album version of Jesus Christ Superstar. Totally. It's but. a good musical. And Andrew Lloyd Webber's not my favorite, um, but JC Superstar and Fan of the Opera are really good, solid musicals for sure. He's a lot like Stephen King in that, like, there's not a ton of respect that can be thrown his way because of its kind of. It feels like a lot of his work feels like it's been spat out of a machine, but like yeah, a good machine. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Just because he's produced so much? Yeah, and it sort of – it 
you can tell that he has a process and you can kind of mm. hear the, that process at work, yeah. but it works. I mean, like I've had it works for the masses, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. And there's not really much wrong with that. This is. Is he, he makes Tom he takes enough chances. Writers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he takes enough good, chances but, like this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we might be a little bit out of sync. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Sorry, listener. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, for your editing nope. job. I'm not, I'm not going to fix it. <laughs> I got a job to do. <laughs> I don't know if I have a favorite. Um, you know, Fiddler on the Roof is always kind of a little treasure. But other mm. than that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're in Town, it's a silly one. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, Hamilton, obviously. but Oh, yeah, that was good. Sweeney Todd. Well, let's get back to Cats. Two Tom's meek magician, Mr. Mistopheles, and loyal <laughs> monks, Monkstrap, mm-hmm. and two queens, the snooty Cassandra and Demeter, take mm. Victoria under their wing and show her the world of the Jellicles as they prepare, prepare for the Jellicle Ball, an annual ceremony where cats compete to be chosen to go to the he- heavy side layer, heaven, I guess. And be granted a new life. Mm-hmm. This is where they sing the naming of cats. God has a trademark on heaven, so we, they couldn't <laughs> use it because he's a very litigious entity. <laughs> That'll buy for yes, yes, the, the, <laughs> twelve dollars. This is where I started thinking to myself, and I shared this thought experiment. I know at least with Jimmy that what if every movie was like this, mm. like what? <laughs> If every movie was just <laughs> people singing about where like people not even singing just like saying hi i'm a superhero this is what i do mm-hmm. and this is what i this these are characteristics about me this is what i look like even though you can see me oh, and yeah. this is what i'm going to do and then they do the thing and, then and, here are the CGI and you never mice. see them again and you never see them again <laughs> I mean, Sounds yeah, like I guess you'd, you'd have to make it really mm-hmm. interesting with a lot of dance and choreography and and special <laughs> effects and uh, singing. Yeah. yeah. Or you can make a movie where you minimize the dancing. Oh, God. <laughs> and, ah, that's so, it frustrated me so much. Like, they, you can really tell that, I mean, the choreography is actually really cool in this movie. Um, yeah. Like, everyone, aside from the A-listers, with exceptions is putting their mm. like 100% effort into what they're doing. As far as I can tell, it's hard to tell because they're all horribly disfigured by CGI. <laughs> you mean sexified? Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> but like they, the, the movie aspect of it, the movie shell, the movie casing ruins the sausage goodness. That is, mm-hmm. you know, the filling of the movie. Like, are you the, referring to something like this? That's Sir he Ian McKellen. A lot. <laughs> I thought Sir Ian McKellen was so precious, and Judy Dench, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench, was wonderful. She but was. But then, like, you threw in James Corden, who is awful, and then you had. Um, can't Rebel really Wilson. Her name. Rebel Wilson, who is equally as annoying. Yeah, very much. But it she was had like, CGI mice. Yeah, and Taylor Swift was such... She was good. 
No. No. Ew. I, I thought she was terrible. <laughs> no, Ew. she looked so Ew. uncomfortable. She was just like, I'm a sexy cat, but I'm like half assing it. Damn. So they just that's kind of her put, career though, right? They put all of their oh, cards like in really strongly on the things that weren't good. What the things that were good were like the unknown actors and dancers mm-hmm. who had like mm-hmm. really they had wonderful chemistry and you could see them like connecting in the eyes at least as their characters but then beyond that just like everything else is just a shitty package (laughs) (laughs) you make a good point um and i'm getting a little more disturbed at the fact that i realize now that taylor swift is more attractive in this movie than i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) i'm not lying (laughs) <laughs> she looks great in this movie is what i was thinking i mean i wow. guess we can all agree cats are sexy and dogs are not sexy uh goofy movie i didn't get the, um, i didn't get this i didn't get the sexy thing from this movie i mean i, I got it like on a like judy a dench part. conceptual level yeah well yeah judy dench of course um uh but i you know i'm not it's there for you to see it. I'm not saying that like anyone's an idiot for not seeing it. I just wasn't, I wasn't really, it didn't, it didn't hit me very much. It was just like, Oh, this is probably supposed to be sexy. Yeah. So, so the movie is about this cat that gets dropped off these jellicles. <laughs> they have this jellicle ball and where they get to go to heaven or cats. granted a new life. And throughout the film, the Jellicle Ball competitors are introduced and sing about themselves. <laughs> the characters include Jenny Any Dots, which I believe is Rebel Wilson. She's Rebel a domestic Wilson. tabby yeah. cat who boosts the productivity of mice and roaches. And the, her song is she Jenny has skin Any Dots. Underneath her skin. Mm-hmm. And that's Jenny Any Dots' old Gumby cat. I love that that piano in the background. It's trying so hard. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the the YouTube uh, thing channel uh, again edited sideways, and if I'm wrong, I'm gonna put it sideways. In here. Um, <laughs> they have a really volume. good. They have a really good um, take on why the music is bad. And I don't know if either of you watched this or not. I really hi- I highly recommend it. Um, basically, the way that they did this music, the way they did the music, and it's similar. It's an it's extension of what they did to Les Mis, which is why that movie sucks also, mm-hmm. is um, the actors were kind of given permission to do whatever with the music. So... If they wanted to, they could work with a click track that they would have to be like right on beat with, or they could also work with the orchestration that they would also have to be right on beat with. Or this is the smart, smart move. They would say, you know what? Go at your own pace. It doesn't matter. Music (laughs) isn't about rhythm at all, especially not music that you're supposed to dance to. Uh, We're just going to have this poor pianist over here play Mm -hmm. along with you. And 
also a conductor conducting <laughs> this pianist. <laughs> and both of them are highly trained musicians <laughs> who are there for the dress rehearsal of these, you know, A-list celebrities mm-hmm. who don't really need or care or want to bother with like, you know, the music. It's just about quips and bad improv. It's oh god. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk singing, which mm. Yeah. I don't know. The Rum Tum Tugger, and by the way, that's the Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> He's is a, a curious cat. Flirtatious Tom, who riles up the others, the Rum Tum Tugger is the name of his song, sung mm-hmm. by the Rum Tum Tugger, Jenny mm-hmm. Annie Dots and Company. Yeah. It's another one of our contestants. Uh-huh. And this is uh <laughs> this is a version of that song. <laughs> <laughs> The high school play? I think it's elementary school. Elementary school? What's great about this video is that they do that thing in this video where, where the parent is like, zoomed in on the child that's performing like their child. Yeah, totally. And yeah. The kid's like just in the in the chorus. <laughs> that's kind of awesome. what they did with this whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Ram Tum Tugger is a curious <laughs> cat. <laughs> if you give me cream, I only want milk. And this one is Jason Derulo. And he Jason Derulo way too much with this. He's trying way too hard with singing it as jason as he can however he is on beat true he's a musician he is he's kind of killing it uh i mean given you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and this is really interesting to me because this is a, a song that should like build momentum and steam and eventually really rock out. I mean, within reason, it's still musical, you know, um, which I have issues with um, like musical what, rocking out. No musicals doing <laughs> that rock out thing is so yeah. irritating. It's so irritating. It's like, it's like we're going to try to get you that rock feel with. Yeah. A and it really, band. <laughs> really, it's just, here's an old synth and a electric guitar. That is also m- probably a synth. Um, and, but this movie hates its audience. So mm. anytime it builds any steam, it just says like, you know what? Let's stop so that Rebel Wilson or James Corden or somebody can completely derail the, the momentum of the song. And With some no really matter, bad punch up. Oh yeah. Yeah. N- yeah no yeah, matter how hard someone is trying and how much of it, which is sometimes not hard at all. But, um, in this particular song, they're trying very hard and you can tell they're putting a lot into it. It seems like that's kind of anti rum tum tugger because he's like, whatever. He's not a cat that tries hard. Right. But I mean, the song itself is supposed to be like, this is, this is the point in the, in the musical where it's like, Hey, I didn't know this was going to be a rock, a rock musical. Ooh. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, that's on them for, for not really capturing the essence of the tum tugger. 
Right, right. So, but yeah. this happens so much in this movie where it's just like mm-hmm. momentum. And then right when you think, okay, we're here, we're going to keep going. It's just like, hey, by the way. <laughs> oh, and listen to these people breathe for a little bit. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> is it is it outrageous of me to say that this, what you're explaining, what you're describing has a whiz kind of vibe to it? Like, ooh, you know, I don't know. Is I've that, seen that one. Like it, it feels like it's being something that it isn't, and it's trying too hard. Maybe, or maybe that's maybe that's controversial. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe well, I think maybe it's if uh, <laughs> if like Claremont High School. <laughs> yep, <It> was there. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah maybe that's just anyway. Grizabella, a glamour cat. <laughs> uh, Grizabella, the glamour cat, is the song. That's another one of our contestants. I don't have anything for that. I, well, in case everyone forgot, Jennifer Hudson knows how to sing. Um, We're not but there this, yet. This cat, <laughs> she sings a little bit, I thought. Well, she does, but we're not there yet. I'm, okay, I'm going fine. in chronological well, order. Right. For this one, they're, yeah, in this this one, they're more singing sing at and about her because they're just fools, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, yeah evidently. But what a sad story. Like a little ho- a cat that I follow a, a cat rescue on Instagram and it's like, oh my gosh, those poor kitties. And then they're they're in reverse, you know, they, they get rescued and sent off to a foster home and then adopted. But this is like the exact opposite. And we have to watch it on screen. Oh, she gets hers in the end, though. So Bustopher Jones, a Borgias cat who boasts Borgias. about his weight and Borgias, Borgias cat who bourgeois. boasts about his weight and bourgeois? Bourgeois. bourgeois, bourgeois. Oh, my God. I'm such a moron. Sorry. A bourgeois. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> who boasts about his weight and shares food scraps from the garbage. Bustopher Jones, the cat about town. James Corden. My visits are occasional to the senior educational, and it is against the By the way, however sincerity you're picturing is in this child's face while he's singing this, it's like 50 times that. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. When game is in season, I'm found not at foxes but blim. <laughs> I am frequently seen at the gay stage of screen, which is famous for. Remember, YouTube or uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, sue this child, not us. <laughs> I'm just quoting the movie. I'm just quoting the movie. <laughs> so. Oh boy. In this scene, too, they have like a bunch of really lame, uh, uh, like acrobatics happening. And you know what? Pippin did it well. I don't see why they couldn't have done good acrobat acrobatics in this movie with the budget that they had. They, yeah. they like the the string work or whatever you'd call it, cable work that they do. Yep. It all looks mm-hmm. awful. Like I, I don't know. They had a CGI um, budget. Like couldn't they have just CGI yeah, the cat leaving point. through the Un- air? Unnecessary oh CGI God. budget. So I was in kind of a, a, a fugue state when I wrote my notes for this because <laughs> this when uh, James Corden um, basically got kicked in the balls. I mean, that's not really what happened, but may as well have been that. Because that's hilarious and funny and audiences just love Always. That. There is some America's good funniest home videos. humor. Let's be honest. This and and this it. is just me. If there was actually footage 
of James Corden, the person getting like punched in the balls repeatedly, but for reals, I would watch it in a second. I would, that'd probably be my favorite thing to watch. Um, uh, I like James Corden. I don't, I don't have anything you're against part him. of what's wrong with the world. Yeah. Um, Am I? No, I like his He's, late night show. It's bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have a vendetta against him. Like yeah, I know I people either. do. Yeah, it's just I, annoying in this movie. He's just annoying. Um, I, he was good in Into the Woods. Was he in that? I'll take your word for that. It's good. Into the um, Woods. He was in the, mu- the movie musical of it. Man of La Mancha. That's a into- good musical. Oh, there you go. Yo soy yo. Don Quixote, the man. Yep. <laughs> we could, we're a duo. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll be I Don Quixote. So, I don't know. That's it. That's all I know. This is the part of the movie that I started to feel like. Um, so when I first discovered marijuana, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of like not forced upon me, but like kind of not peer pressured. I was a grown ass man, but like it was kind of like a really you should give this a try. And I was like, OK, I trust you. And was that first was that time me? I, it wasn't me. Wasn't you? First time it, it was like me. I don't really get it, which I understand is normal. Got you on camera. Second time it wasn't me. Um, it hit really hard, and I didn't know what to do with that feeling. And then the person who got me stoned left. This was my roommate, and so I was left in a in a house all by myself with this feeling that I had didn't know how to deal with at all. And I thought that it was like the, I thought it was just the end of any sanity that I could possibly feel. Oh, that's Um, awful. I, well, yeah, I since developed a really good, almost too good relationship with this substance, but wait, 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 hold on, Dan, real quick. So it was at that point that you called Tom Hooper and said, I have a really good idea for a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of where I'm going with this is that, from the Bustopher Jones part on to... It was to... just him. So the recording of Jellicle Cats that you've been playing is actually the conversation <laughs> between you and the This director. movie, the, the middle, the beginning to middle-ish of this movie, I 100% felt that feeling. Mm. And it was the, it's the first time I felt... It's the, the last time I ever felt that feeling was back then, where it was just like... What if this feeling never goes away? Like, oh what if <laughs> Oh, so much. Watching the beginning <laughs> third of the movie was absolutely that. Like, is this what the whole thing is going to be like? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm going to survive this. That's a great I analogy. I was, I've not been sleeping great this week. So I was just kind of, like, too tired to panic about mm-hmm. the movie being <laughs> as long as it is. I was just it's like, less well, than two hours, this movie. Less than two hours. two hours. No, it's it no. pretty long. It's Is like two twenty. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, no. And just so I don't no lose it, this should be called Superman's Upper Lip, the musical. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Henry Cavill. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jimmy, can you explain? <laughs> so I gotta, I'm going to go get my water. <laughs> there's a uh, Henry Cavill, who's the most recent iteration of Superman. Don't notice. Oh how yes, bad I he's am got a nice. Camera. He's got a nice chin dimple. He does. Um, he is he was the one filming... who's a cannibal? Yes. Or is that know. Army Hammer? 
Okay. Anyway, uh, continue. Anyway, so he was he he was filming a film. I believe it was uh, it was Mission Impossible, where he had a mustache in that movie, mm. and he had a mustache, like an actual mustache, and he went and filmed another movie as Superman whilst having a mustache, and they CGI'd the mustache off. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks so weird. <laughs> so his upper lip is just, it doesn't, it, his upper lip is wrong. Like it, it shouldn't exist. I love that so much. And now I need analogy. to see footage of this because yeah. his upper yeah, lip is everybody the knows Valley. something yeah, is wrong. Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, ah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the, it's the greatest fault of CGI today is that people forget that CGI should be used to supplement Mm, film yeah. footage never the focal point that's right and like, which happens a lot in this movie oh yeah that's yeah. why jurassic park holds up because the yeah. cgi dinosaurs were not the center stage they were and i mean they for people. a few a few <laughs> frames here and there they were but, that's then, true. but yeah. some of that was practical though like some yeah. of the um so, Skimbleshanks, yeah. the railway cat. Let's get 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 to Skimbleshanks real quick. Skimbleshanks has oh, the wait. worst song. Yeah, it, yeah. It's a, a I... Tidy ginger cat who taps and supervises the operation of the train. Gus, Did we skip and... over Rumple Teaser and yeah, we no, we're not there yet. Really, uh, oh. Gus is an angel cat who has played some of the biggest what? roles in history. And McCavity, going. I think you're going in. A... Different order, which is fine. We, I well, mean, Victoria all, happens to meet cares? the mischievous twins, Munga Drury and Rumple Teaser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I? Yeah. I inverted those two, didn't I? It it, it doesn't. So they come before McCavity. Blender. It doesn't matter. Uh, oh yeah, McCavity's like towards the end. Well, no, he gets introduced. McCavity. It, it, it's the story. So Gus, oh, an aged right. cat who has played. Some of the biggest roles in history, and McCavity, a villain astray with the power to apparate. McCavity kidnaps mm. the other contestants, save for Tugger, in order to be made the Jellicle choice by default. Right? Yeah. And then the song. Um, okay. Can't Mon- win if you're kidnapped. That's true. Where are they kidnapped to? Where do they go? A boat. That boat? Um, That's the boat, right? Oh yeah, the the ri- yeah the River Thames, which all the cats know the name of, by the way, yes, which is ridiculous, yes. mm-hmm. more ridiculous than the premise of this play, and then making a movie about it. Like, yeah. I just want to be clear: that one thing is more ridiculous than those two things together. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the cats are like, "Oh, it's the River Thames. I know what that is." Meow meow. Yeah. Meow meow. <laughs> meow, meow. meow meow. Here's my so then Victoria also happens to meet the mischievous uh, twins who are Mungojeri. No. Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. And just so we're clear, this is from Jellicles, not cats. That's how this particular oh. school got around nice. that, that rule. Oh, nice. what? The accents are awful. <laughs> this is when the adult comes in. And he's like, "We're gonna save this song." <laughs> I want to like this, but I can't. This is a grimace. Yeah, and so. Kind of going back a little bit to the CGI, it's like 
they don't do themselves any favors because first of all, some of them are wearing shoes um, <laughs> and coats <laughs> and coats. You can see their hands, their little fingies in their hands. And um, sometimes they crawl. Yes, sometimes they, do. they don't. And there's seems like there's no consistency to why or when they crawl. And True. the scale of everything is off. Yeah, like, the scale's a little weird. There's a point where they're next to a bike, and apparently they're way smaller than a bike tire. But then they're about the size of an ottoman. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> whoever was in charge of shrinking down the the people, or I, I'm imagining that's how they did it, is they shrunk, shrink down the actors, um, did a bad job. Mm-hmm. Honey, apparently I shrunk the, the actors. Set- <laughs> I mean, I watched a couple of behind the video, behind the scenes videos, and the set was practical. Yeah, yeah. So then they just made the set wrong. Or they yeah, made the sets wrong inconsistently. Yeah. Yes, quite. Yes, yeah. I don't know. They but have the, the budget CGI to not do that. Mice and cockroaches were the right size. Oh the, god! Oh god! The mice were horrible with the children's yeah. faces. Oh mm-hmm. god! Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I'll never so, get that out of my head. The mischievous twins uh, convince Victoria to join in the fun, but they leave her tangled up in a, some necklaces when the family dog is alerted to their presence. Mm-hmm. Luckily, like Mr. Mistopheles comes to rescue Victoria, distracting the dog and escaping with her. I liked. The- I like Mr. Mistopheles. He's pretty cute. He's a cute little cat. And then the other guy, the narrator. Mr. Mistopheles Monk, is cute little Monk-Kunstrap. cat. He had a yeah. really nice voice. Like, ah, oh, yeah, some of their voices are really, really, really good. I hope all of the cats in this movie were part of a TNR program. <laughs> What's TNR? Trap, neuter, return. Oh. So. <laughs> I didn't watch till the very end of the credits, but I was, I didn't just now I'm thinking it would be great if they had at the end, no humans were harmed. (laughs) 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 Uh, They, then they return to the group just in time to see the arrival of the tribe's wise and beloved matriarch, old Deuteronomy. She's got a cool song. This is, is this the same elementary school? No. So if you're a theater director at any public school of any kind, I just want to say, no one's expecting you to do cats. Your, your kids <laughs> might Everyone's ask you. Your kids you might cats. ask you to. You could just do The Wizard of Oz every three years. No one will notice that the turnaround. That's true. <laughs> the kids will oh, love boy. it, first of all. Alice in Wonderland's a perfectly reasonable one. Yeah. Peter Pan, they love mm. people love that stuff. Mm-hmm. You can, and then that way you can get funding for a fly system. You can say, "Look, we do Peter Pan every three years. They're, we're not going to do cats. What do you want from us?" Do you look at the talent me, pool we have here. <laughs> it reminds me of Arrested Development, where young Michael was a was a lawyer in a play. You're a crook, <laughs> Captain Hook. <laughs> oh my god! So Jimmy, I don't know if you were part of this joke. And I don't remember who started it, but I do remember loving to continue the joke, which was, so our old theater director, I can't, 
do anymore. Um, <laughs> our old theater director at our high school. We Which you've to... already mentioned. In this. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go for it, go for it. Don Frick, Dia Claremont High. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Don, if you're listening. He's not. Uh, no, uh, I think it's impossible. Hi. No, he's, he's, he's still around. Um, nice. Uh, well, there was a running joke that I caught on to immediately and loved, loved to continue. And it was that every year, every semester, people would su- suggest that we do cats. Oh, God. No, because I remember that. We, because we would enjoy watching his discomfort at the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, I think the game was whoever could get him to say that we didn't have the talent to do that <laughs> would like win because <laughs> oh, wow. it's so dance heavy, you know, and yeah, like true. no high school will have that. <laughs> I mean, Unless maybe like weird performing arts, yeah, high performing schools. arts high school. Yeah. The Jellicle ball then commences inside an abandoned Gyp- Egyptian theater. Victoria dances a ballet solo in the moonlight, but is distracted mm-hmm. by Cassandra harassing Grizabella. A former member of the Same. tribe who is banished for, among other things, her past allegiance with Macavity. Victoria relates to Grizabella. They shove that little story element in there. The yeah. lighting uh, in this movie is really good, too. Just mm-hmm. by the way, in case anyone noticed. So the lighting is really nice. The, the lighting is good. And I think that there's a slipknot symbol on the floor. I'm not sure. <laughs> You know, I think you're like right. Like the band? <laughs> the was, band this yeah. the, was this the weird dance break where it was like quiet for an uncomfortable uh, amount of time? You mean the implied orgy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. is that what that was? <laughs> and they were like just holding planks and their tails were like doing weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, their totally. prehensile tails, tails were twitching weirdly mm-hmm. in the, in the yeah. moonlight. And there was a lot of breathing again. Yeah. it. This <sighs> reminds me of, um, first of all, the dancing is good, but... Someone, and I, I think I, I'm not going to do this this uh, justice, but a friend of mine once said something to the extent of modern dance is interesting because it's the only art form that its main purpose is to get you to ignore that you're watching dance. Ah, interesting. Ooh. So this is, this is where um, Victoria relates to Grizabella's feelings of abandonment and Grizabella she- sings memory. Yep, here we go. Oh, acoustic. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Oh. Isn't this Silent Night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like this gets passed around my group chats every holiday season. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then Victoria sings Beautiful Ghosts. Which is the original song, in case anyone didn't know. Yeah, we need to talk about original songs in these movie musicals, because they're always Do bad. We? They're always bad. This one isn't terrible. 
You know, okay, but, so I just want to mention, I want to bring it back to that, that idea is like, mod- dance is trying to forget, make you forget you're watching dance. Yeah. I think that was the, the feeling of the musical in its, itself, you know, oh, like yeah, the totally. original musical is like, forget you're watching a musical, forget you're reading poetry, like poetry, the more you try to think about it and like disseminate it and 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 break it apart the the more you kind of miss the point which is just like it's like it, it's a it's a feeling it's an idea something right maybe yeah so yeah. like this movie the whole movie is trying to make you dive in but really you're just i think i think the musical is but i think the movie just misses that yeah and it's it's like i think the 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 the, the impetus behind the movie was well, Les Mis did pretty well, and it got a lot mm-hmm. of respect, and we got an Oscar. Um, people really seem to love this Cats, this Cats musical. <laughs> I just directed an, a musical. Here's some cats. Here's some theater kids who would who have been dying to be in the version of Cats. <laughs> Taylor Swift and um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> me. <laughs> you know, I think I think there might've been a nugget somewhere where they're like, yeah, we're really going to do cats justice. But I think at some point it was just like, you know what? These, these theater kids, these weirdo goths, they're just, they're just wanting to come see this movie anyway. Yeah. Um, that's true. It, yeah. It feels like it truly was a cash grab. It oh. was. And that's it. There's no, there's no vision. There doesn't feel like any heart or kind of like, it was I one of the longest this. running musicals in Broadway history. So mm-hmm. clearly you've got this movie musical sort of renaissance of sorts. And I don't even know if I'd call it that, but you know, between all of them have come out and Sweeney Todd, Les Mis, a boom. Yeah. And then the TV ones, Greatest right? Greatest Showman. Yeah. And people freaking love that. And that is crap. That is such a bad musical. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's, it's complete it's garbage. The, and I'm sorry, I have no disrespect for Tom Hanks, but it's the Tom Hanks of musicals. Like, put him in anything. People will love him. He's not the best actor, but yeah. everybody loves him. He plays Tom Hanks. You he know does what, it really well. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just going to say it. I'll say it for you. Tom Hanks, go f*** yourself. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, oh, my. Every listener is like, thank you, finally. <laughs> finally, somebody said it. Tom Hanks is a monster who has <laughs> gotten just coasted on the goodwill of the American people for so long. And but he was he's... great in that one scene in Forrest Gump. Yeah. The one yeah. where he cried. When he starts fingering the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> and towards the end, and he's like, he's crying to Jenny. That Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, Still. so uh, Dan, you, you Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, somebody said it. Uh, you said something, Dan, that I love, and I think I've stolen yeah. it from you. Like Tom Hanks has played Walt Disney and Mr. Rogers. If he plays like David Bowie, Colonel he's Sanders. stolen my childhood. <laughs> it was something Colonel like, Sanders. Don't if he plays <laughs> oh, a recipe for seduction. And instead, yeah, Mario Lopez. Yeah, it's not a right. Recipe. It's a twelve-minute um, commercial for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Anyway. But uh, okay, Audrey, yeah. you said Beautiful Ghost was good. It was fine. I had no problems with it. I thought it was, you know, she sang it beautifully and it was I agree with you on that, but I got to point out and this is again from that uh edited sideways guy who again I'll correct here if I need to. sideways. Um again? basically, again? he's pointing out that 
you know, you have this, the song memory, which is like the emotional heart of this entire play. And then Jennifer Hudson sings it. And the entire purpose of this character is that she just wants to be touched. And that's like, that's it. It's not, she doesn't want to go to the, the happy cloudy place. It's just, just someone touch me. She wants to be let back into this group. First of all, she cowers away from Veronica or whatever her name is when she tries to touch her. And that's Victoria. like, that's weird. And second, the beautiful ghost song is essentially saying like, yeah, well, you know what? You think you have it so bad. Um, it is, I was, but... I was cast away by my owners and now mm-hmm. I found these people or these cats that I really love and I'm really a part of. So, you know what? You can go cry me a river, Grizabella, because, uh, <laughs> I just, you know, didn't, my, my parents didn't buy me a yours. car. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, so two things, Dan, you're right that a majority of the time added original songs in movie musicals are usually crap. Yeah. And in Audrey's defense, I didn't realize this was not an original Andrew Lloyd Webber from the musical song. And I, I liked it. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the song. Yeah. I'm sorry. When With I say Taylor original, Swift. I mean, I mean, original, uh, yeah. <laughs> original you know, Broadway musical, but right. Um, you, like for example, Beauty and the Beast, the, the beast in the new original song from the Broadway musical, they had a song for the beast and it was really good. And then they made the movie and they made a new song for the beast, which was oh, horrible. No. Like, yeah. why don't you use the Broadway one? As far as anybody knows, that is new. You know, the song itself isn't a bad song, but in the context that it's in, totally it it steals from the moment that that's that moment is supposed to be yeah it completely totally minimizes grizabella's like utter existential sadness and it's just like yeah you know what i didn't get into the college i wanted to get into mm-hmm. that's why my <laughs> that's why my that's why my owners threw me away yeah and and by I the way i didn't get harvard right <laughs> yeah i didn't get into harvard but here i am at cat yale right it's like <laughs> right <laughs> i mean jellica yale <laughs> jellica yale jellica yale that's it i mean it's it's even it's even in in the song itself where it's just like i you know i i feel like i belong now and i found this family and then like but you know what Jennifer Hudson, <laughs> grow mm-hmm. a pair, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Meowverd. <laughs> um, so as Grizabella slinks away into the streets, old Deuteronomy witnesses their quiet uh, camaraderie and assures Victoria that she can become a jellical herself in time. That's where mm-hmm. she sings moments of happiness. Yeah, it's just a song about a pyramid scheme. No, just kidding. Um, I, <laughs> you two can join. You two can join our marketing scheme. <laughs> was that, was, was yes, that your Dame Duty Dench? Sult- yeah, it's the Sultan James okay. as Dame Duty Dench. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dame Judy Dench. It's a cat meow meow. <laughs> so at that point, the the there's a Gus the theater cats in there and Skimble Shanks the railway cat somewhere. I, I couldn't quite I follow, don't, but yeah, I don't have Gus specifically, but I have a kind of summary of what Gus's please. song is. This is the song in every show <laughs> that no one likes because it's boring. <laughs> I've seen this sketch. A song like 
like this is Sarah Smallwood Parsons. Or Mr. Cellophane, or look, that woman's almost snoring. <laughs> I'm usually an older man who wears suspenders and is low. <laughs> I range his limits and so the next three minutes will pass. That's it. I was just thinking of the time that um, is his name Patrick Stewart? Why am I breaking on his name? Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen. Thank you, sir. I think he does a song with the Scissor Sisters, Invisible Light. He like narrates part of the song. It's really cool. But it's Gandalf, you guys. Yeah, it is. Old cat, and I just well, it's Magneto, really. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's Who's going to be in WandaVision? I don't know. I think you're wrong. Oh. I think I'm wrong too. I don't. I don't. Have to. It's got to be somebody. It's not. I mean, we know Doctor Strange is going to be there, but that's just like a given. That can't be the big reveal. Anyway, the ball is interrupted by Femme Fatale Bumba Lurina, who performs a song and dance number in praise of McCavity, McCavity the Mystery Cat. And the cat mm-hmm. that eat the Mr. Cat in a, t- One a stupid British accent. Can I tell you guys a story about my um, wedding hair and makeup teeth days? Yeah, your teeth, teeth, <laughs> teeth so, design. So, yep. Taylor Swift, <laughs> as you may recall, <laughs> she used to do her hair in those like crazy noodly kind of waves, like when she was first hitting the scene mm-hmm. in weddings. I can't tell you how many times I saw pictures of Taylor Swift and her curly, wavy hair like that, her noodle hair, and her, like, side noodle hair updo. <laughs> I have yet to see, I've, I don't think I ever will see a picture of Taylor Swift as a cat on a wedding. Oh, saying, that's Someone that's saying, like, fair. do my hair like this, cat. <laughs> well, if I ever if get I remarried. Do, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> if I ever get remarried, <laughs> we might get there. That's the story. Well, by and, Here, honey. And by that time, you may have embraced that you're a furry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go all out honey, with hair. Honey, have you ever thought about? <laughs> oh my god! Here's the cavity. Raise his hair from side to side with like a snake. And when? Mm-hmm. Is this uh? Oh, it sounded like that. Stupid band, really, for a second, you know. Queen, like, <laughs> with a Jeez. haven't you people ever heard of closing Weezer. the goddamn door? No, no who's that band? Third Eye Blind. No, 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 I'll get it. Hold on, no doubt. Um, the Rolling Stones, <laughs> President uh, of the United just States. Google it. No, Captain B. Uh, Captain B. It is, um. Panic at the disco. There you go. Ah. 
this uh, so I would not be surprised if this person I forgot about the life sex. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this person was a fan of Panic at the Disco, but was also, and I don't mean any insult here, Jimmy, a uh, musical theater major on a YouTube channel. <laughs> Listen, I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I help with two arts podcasts. It's true. We are an arts podcast. Uh, if you enjoy the arts, there's a certain artist out there who... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Is this intermission? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who has a cameo. Um, and cameo.com. Cameo.com. His name is Steve Gutenberg. You might recognize him from Police, Ac- <laughs> <laughs> nice. from Police Academy and from Tower of Terror and Short Circuit. Um, he's doing cameo now and mm-hmm. you too can uh, go to his cameo and book him to maybe you want to break your break news to a friend that there might be a furry. And I think Steve Gutenberg might be okay with that. Hi, he can Sorcia. sing happy birthday. He can be right sing. I don't know if he sings or not, but Steve Gutenberg reasonably priced. Give us a call, Steve, please. I'm trying to get Sorsha to talk for us. I heard her a little for the for the for the show. Come on, there. <laughs> I wonder if she'll react to that. Put her put your headphones on her and see if she reacts. To that. <laughs> no, I want to see if I can get her to you at all. Hold on. Nah, maybe not. That's funny. Um, so at this point, Old Deuteronomy deems him unworthy and is subsequently kidnapped and placed with McCavity's other victims. As the Jellicles recuperate, distraught over their leader's disappearance, Victoria suggests that Mr. Mistopheles use his powers to conjure Old Deuteronomy back. Mr. Mistopheles. We, we skipped Skimbleshanks. We skipped Skimbleshanks. In that no one song. cares about Skimbleshanks. No, the I, yeah. Cat. Ugh, I, I said it. I'm a musical theater and I'm gonna do some dancing, but no one really likes this musical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I threw it in there, but I, it was a throwaway. My bad. That's fine. Ugh. No, no, no worries. Uh, so, so yeah, Mr. Mistopheles. Also, um, Taylor Swift drugged up all the kitties. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then they're like rolling around on, you know, what the is it called, Molly? I've never done that drug. I don't know mm. what it is. Oh, like but ecstasy or whatever. You, yeah, yeah. Back in my day, we did auto pops. Come on, track play. Mm. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles, where will your Skip pleasure be? Hold on. I'm gonna the rum tum tum. I might cut this part curious out. Curious cat. The rum tum tum. Curious cat. For he will do as he did do. Remember uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Universal. <laughs> this is the person you want to sue. <laughs> and not to insult this person because I'm, they're they're a great performer. No one's expecting everyone to be a professional. But the energy of this performance is kind of the sum of the parts of the energy of the performance in the movie. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because every moment it's supposed to, it's gonna turn into like that big like you know the, the version in the, in the proper musical they stop so that the cat can basically I think experience erectile dysfunction or something <laughs> I don't know it's a real problem among cats that and feline AIDS mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> so but this yes. is where this is where I put my I mean in my uh, memories. Um, real talk, this makes me want to watch the play and not because the movie's good. (laughs) Like I would rather watch the play and no joke. I did. (laughs) And it was probably great and enjoyable. So once the, the, the burden of having to care for this character who grant I'll Jimmy, I'll grant you she's attractive, but I don't care about this character. Mm -hmm. Um, Victoria. Once I once yeah, once I once I no longer have to pretend to care about this character and once I understand that like oh the entire premise is we're doing a, re- a musical review for you the audience slash Dumbledore or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you and then, shall not go to the heavy side lair. And then one of us We'll sing this song that everyone, like, you know, we're we're tempted with this carrot of like, where's the emotional payoff? Where's the emotional payoff? And then here it is. It's this big emotional payoff where all of these characters who are so one, completely one dimensional, two dimensional at best. But that's the point. Um, mm-hmm. And they're all arguing for like. Gus the theater cat, you think for a second where it's like, oh, he's old and he helps them. But like, he's happy. He's, and he's serving his community, you know, just like <laughs> Ian McKellen himself. Yeah, and, good point. <laughs> but <laughs> when you will in theater, <laughs> <laughs> but then here's him. this other cat that is like rejected by the community and the, the stage musical, while it's weird, and silly, but at least I can, it's such a simple concept. It's just, this is a dance recital and it's got yeah. th- like a hair of the story. Enjoy. Hairball. <laughs> yeah. Hairball uh. of the story. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. uh, Mr. Mistopheles tries a few times. He eventually makes old Deuteronomy reappear. The cats rejoice and praise Mr. Mistopheles. He and Victoria dance together. Oh, well, mm-hmm. I never... Was Meanwhile, there ever such a cat as clever as Mr. Mistopheles? <laughs> no. <laughs> Evidently not. Uh, meanwhile, a thwarted <laughs> McCavity and Bumblerina apparate away from his victims, who begin to free themselves thwarted. by way of Jenny Anydot's costume change. It's basically a Roger Rabbit moment where it's yeah. like, I could have done this. Yeah. I, I couldn't have done this at any time. I could only have done it when it's funny. Right. Totally. McCavity leaves his lackey growl, growl tiger to walk the plank at the mercy of the emancipated cats. Mm, that's a good band name. Yeah. yeah emancipated like cats emancipated. or growl tiger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Grizabella. Growl tiger then, too. I mean. Yeah. Grizabella returns to the Egyptian. Victoria vouches for her and urges her to sing her true feelings. This is her audition. Grizabella proceeds to sing a passionate ballad about her mistakes, her former glory and her beauty Sentiments that touch the hearts of the Jellicles. Memory. 
Oh no, I actually. What I love the this. most about this, and and that we have video now, is you're both giving me a, giving the screen a look like, what's this gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> I am a little bit like, uh. Doesn't sound like Jennifer Hudson. This is very Oh my god! And my dog doesn't like it. One thing you got to hand over to old Barry is that mm. at no point when you're listening to a song of his is the emotion that you're supposed to be feeling ambiguous. Say that again. At you're no point. That it's cl- Go ahead. The orchestration and everything about all of his music really hits you over the head with exactly what you're supposed to be feeling and not necessarily in an artful way it was beautiful there i don't know it feels kind of flat to me yeah totally how dare you but you're right sorry <laughs> i'm just i was feeling angry i was like why am i crying this is stupid <laughs> I remember why it wanted it made me cry. Because <laughs> like all the cat wants is to be touched. I know. And like I was feeling like I needed comfort yesterday, so I comforted myself from the inside out by eating a lot of pizza. And I know that's bad. Nice. Because you know, yeah, stress eating. But oh god, I was yeah, I was tearing up at this. Stupid. You know, I'm not so gonna angry. lie. I failed, and I might need to explain what this is. I failed the Beaches Challenge on this one. Um, what? Have explain I not that to me. Okay. Have you, so the Beaches Challenge. You know the movie Love that Beaches? Movie. Love that movie. I've seen it a thousand times. Okay. No. So you know how – I'm sure that when you watch that movie, you can kind of see how it's very, very blatantly manipulating your emotions. Like it's, and it's not, it's not shy or subtle about it. It's like, this is the scene where the character gets sick. This Mm -hmm. is the scene where this happens. This is, and I will watch that movie and I will laugh at it the whole time, knowing everything, every trick it's trying to pull. And the beach's challenge is you watch the movie. It doesn't matter how cynical you are. You will cry at the end. Yep. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. It's, It's, it's a I, it's a good movie. I like it. I highly, no matter how cynical you are, I am not its target market at all. Mm-hmm. But it, I fail the beaches challenge every single time, even though it's it's a ridiculous movie to me. So I was, yeah, I was I was crying during this, this song as though it were a dolphin show. Um, yeah. So a couple of things I want to say about beaches, just real quick. So thing number one is it's Bette Midler and a young Mayan Bialik plays a young Bette Midler. That's thing mm-hmm. number one. Thing number two, I quote a line from that movie all the time. And that's Bette Midler becomes famous. She She gets into Broadway or movies and whatever. And one of the first musicals she's in is a musical. It has a song about a guy who created the Brazier. His name is Brazier. And then the other guy who's his competitor, his name is Otto Titzling. <laughs> so when you buy a bra, <laughs> is it, do you buy a Titzling or do you buy a Brazier? 
And but anyway, after oh so, my god, yeah. So she sees it's a it's a it's a friendship movie. It's a movie about friendship and and anyway, it's a good story. Um, but one of the lines that I love so much is Bette Midler's all famous and her friends come and see her and um, she's like, "How do you like the show?" Blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me?" The end about yeah. beaches. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I'd like to try the beaches challenge. I'd also like to note that this movie does pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> First time I think on scraping the vault. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's true. I think there we've there seen were other others. There were past, others. So. I don't think a very Brady Christmas did. Oh no, no, no. Well, I think not. it barely. If I remember correctly, it yeah, maybe barely it did by, by like a technicality that we had to mm-hmm. kind of. It was so much of a technicality. Yeah, because Alice was talking about setting the table and not about Sam for a minute. That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Um, We're almost done. So, uh, Growl Tiger, uh, Grizzabella, yeah, the thing, memory. Oh, and then Beautiful Ghosts has a reprise. But it feels like now that I know that it's... Tom Hanks. Yeah. Now that I know that (laughs) Beautiful Ghosts wasn't part of the movie, the musical... It feels like you're trying to steal from memory. Like, that's the song from this mu- musical. That's but exactly anyway. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, the duet had a nice little, you know, for... Yeah, I liked it. I, I I thought it was good, but it feels like it's stealing from... It's like... Did we need it? The answer we, yeah, is Yeah, it's no. like, all right, well, <laughs> we're going to make this song really good and try to win an Oscar because it's next to, next to memory. Like, by default, by association, it's good, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Old Deuteronomy then names Grizabella the Jellicle Choice and sends her off to Heaviside Lair in a chandelier that was repaired by Sultan. Let me finish. <laughs> Nobody knows is, how we is made Is that my humanities alone. teacher from high school? Hello, <laughs> Audrey. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> So the chandelier, which is, uh, is that a nod to, (laughs) is that a nod to uh, the Phantom of the Opera? I don't know. Uh, It was repaired by Mr. Mistopheles' magic to float like a hot air balloon. And that's where they sing the journey to Heaviside Lair. (laughs) Yeah. No, got nothing. I'm done. I'm done. I just... <laughs> then finally, McCavity in I... one last attempt to reach the heaviside layer, re- leaps into onto a rope from the chandelier, but falls onto Nelson's column. Which, is that uh, Trafalgar Square? Uh, the Jellicles like re- reunited with their kidnapped brethren and perched on a lion statue at Trafalgar Square, watched Grizabella ascend... As the morning sun appears above the horizon, after the congregation dispenses into a cat's face, it's a little bit of like feels like animal cruelty that they just tied a cat to a weather balloon. Yeah, <laughs> just set it up. <laughs> <laughs> How? What a horrible way to go! All cats go to heaven. Maybe, maybe, maybe the cats are all just like in some QAnon conspiracy or something. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, Old Deuteronomy, we, welcome okay. Victoria to the tribe. The end. Uh, all right. Okay. So <laughs> we have not discussed something that I think is very important, which is that several of the cats are not wearing clothes mm-hmm. in this movie, which is not an issue. It's not an issue necessarily. None of them have genitalia. However, am I the only one that found McCavity to just be, he's naked. Like He, he had uh, a coat and a hat for most of it. Yeah. I thought he had a coat and a hat. But when he doesn't have the coat and the hat, like you, for me at least, you notice his 
I noticed his nakedness more than I noticed any of the other characters. Are you telling me you saw some Idris Elbals? <laughs> I Boo. felt like I did. I felt like I did. I mean, like it was like, good. It is good. It is good. It's and I'm not even he was saying so it, muscular. I think maybe that's, that's it. really maybe. like maybe that's know. it. Maybe that yeah maybe maybe that's what I'm identifying is that he was the like and I'm not saying it is a bad thing it was just a thing I noticed where I was just like could it also be perhaps that the naked. color of it was because the color of his fur is similar to his actual skin tone in real life yeah, that might have been it that would have contributed it because to that. like there there are others who are like off a bit like kind of like the, kind of similar but this was or just straight like up Victoria's like this gray white and like yeah. no natural skin tone is that color. Yeah, right. That's Same with point. like yeah. uh uh Rum Tum Tugger and and the other no not yeah. the the twin cats Mungo Jerry yeah. and yeah right Scallion <laughs> they're like Rumble still patchwork. I'll yeah, get there. yeah. I think and I think that I think what's distracting Rumpel about teaser. it. Thank you, Rumble Teaser. Uh, I think what's distracting about it is that. Again, it's not so much that like, ooh, the children. It's just everything in this is so poorly done that it it it's 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 a version of Uncanny Valley that I've never experienced before. Did Other you ever than... see Alita Battle Angel? No. no. That one is will get you there too. Cats, <laughs> Cats is on a special level for sure. Oh, God. Special. I want to see the upper lip now. Just- Superman, Superman's <laughs> upper lip, the musical. So, Audrey, if you do watch uh, uh, Justice League, I it it is the comedy hit of the summer. If you watch it, and I, you know, I'm making my job so much harder. Um, you uh, <laughs> meow, you not. <laughs> we should have done that from the beginning. Every time we want to swear, we replace it with meow, like Smurfs. Go meow yourself. Tom Hanks. Meowing, believe this. Um, if you watch it as though it is a parody of the kind of movie that it is, it's hilarious. Ooh. Oh, Same thing okay. with the Zack Snyder uh, Superman movies. Mm. Especially Batman vs. Superman. That movie is hilarious. If you just, I mean, it, I'm sure I'll enjoy it regardless yeah. because I love a good pity movie. I mean, meowy movie. That's, that's fine. <laughs> um, Why did seriously, you say that name? <laughs> if you watch it and just you just convince yourself that oh this is this is a comedy on purpose made to make fun of the kind of movie that it is i'm it's sure it'll be easier to so accept funny. it like um like the the cable guy watched that as a drama yes <laughs> yes if, if you watch it as though it was made to be a drama it's a much better movie or fight club as a love story so then how do we how do we watch this movie to make it better do we watch oh, it as like a documentary. I didn't even come up with the beer to drink. Oh, I think you watch it. I had a hard time thinking of snacks when you're at the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I need to feel better about everything I've seen before, and I mean everything. Ask Google what's the best beer to drink while watching Cats. Okay, hold on. You know, hey Google, what's the best beer to drink while watching Cats? Google's Sorry, not going to be. I don't have any information yeah. about that. I just want to. I want to. Do you want to know whether it is safe for cats to drink beer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. On the website foundanimals.org, they say 
Alcohol is super dangerous for cats and dogs. Super Aww. dangerous. Alcohol poisoning in animals can cause diarrhea, vomiting, depression, lack of coordination, trouble breathing, coma, seizures, or even death. That's and lack of coolness, if you ask me. <laughs> okay, okay, guys. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to interrupt. This just in. Yeah. This is an article, 10 perfect beers for the cat lover. And this <laughs> article is written by Justin Bierber. Andrew Lloyd Weber. <laughs> Justin, Justin Bierber. Bierber. Oh my god. I'm uh, a black cat Lieber. Back Black Cat by Paddock Wood Brewing Company. <laughs> Doc <laughs> Purdue's Bobcat. Cowbell Brewing Company. Fat Cat Lager by Fat Cat Beer Company. Kitty Kitty Red Ale. <laughs> Kitten Snuggles. Pussy oh, Cat Blonde. Snow Cat. Oh, I love I did not do my research. Sorry, guys. But there's some good ones. Tough Kitty Milk Stout. That's perfect. Tough Kitty Milk Stout features layers of caramel and chocolate malt complexity. The addition of rolled oats in the mashed tun. So... And lactose, commonly referred to as milk sugar, in the wort kettle, lend a round, silky mouthfeel to the beer. Just like Taylor Swift, am I right? Subtle hopping with Bravo oh and Cascade creates just enough bitterness to prevent the beer from being overly cloying. Deep black in color, like, like McCavity. Tough Kitty opens aromas with bittersweet chocolate espresso and toffee. The translation to flavor transition of flavors are the same. The addition of lactose, a non-fermentable sugar, works with the rolled oats to deliver a creamy, lingering finish. That's it, guys. That's it. The beer to watch. Oh my god. The beer to drink while watching cats is Tough Kitty Milk Stout by Boulevard Brewing Company. You're welcome. Oh my god. I can't handle this. This is like. This is the this is the 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 experience that I'm having in my headphones right now is the exact sounds that I would hear in the elevator on my way down to hell. I'm just like Jimmy reading something really mundane, some stupid cat noise, and then that damn song. I feel like I'm descending. Me reading something mundane is your elevator to hell. Wow. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I mean this. I'm coming. This is coming from a place of love because I'm having so much fun. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> and the sound that... of your voice makes me want to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, in context with the other things. No, I got it. No, I got it. I got Honestly, it. if the, it, it, as as as. <laughs> The person who edits this and does mm-hmm. things to this podcast that I shouldn't do, um, but I enjoy doing. Yeah, you should. That that um, if if a poster's ever made for this podcast, that's the mm-hmm. quote that I want. <laughs> it's, it's it's this is what I feel like I'll hear as I go down the <laughs> elevator, elevator to hell. To hell. <laughs> that's uh, totally that you just identified my aesthetic. Everything I'm going for. I'm glad. <laughs> Here's go. what we're gonna eat. On the way down, you're gonna have some catnip tea, and then like, think of the best onion rings, Uh, French mm, fries, mm. cheeseburger you've ever had. Okay, picture it in your mind. Think of those like crunchy, crunchy, mm, ah, yum, Mm. classic dish, Mm -hmm. crowd pleaser. Everybody loves that. Now put it in a box, seal up that box, Mm -hmm. let it get steamy and kind of lukewarm. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then wait 45 minutes for it because you've ordered it through Uber. Mm-hmm. You know, very expensive company Grubhub. service. Um, I, and it, it arrives at your doorstep and you open it up and you get that cold waft of moisture mm-hmm. and yep. cold oil smell. And then mm-hmm. you eat it and you... That's cats. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the experience. <laughs> I just... A couple days ago, I got an order from Postmates and I realized that... Um, I think I've forgotten what it, what restaurant food at the proper temperature tastes like. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Let's wow. go that to was okay. Sometimes <laughs> that was more depressing than yeah. I sure was. <laughs> Dan, you can get out safely. I think you're going to be okay. I'm getting my vaccine. It, it, I teachers are. Ne- I'm sorry about the dog listener. Yeah. I'm. We're cats are not dogs. Oh, oh God. that's right. Oh my God, I forgot to say. Cats are not dogs. That is the thesis your... statement of this movie. Also, before we the get too end. far away, well, yeah. be, before we, let me, I'm going to open up that litter box again. Before we get too far away from the the musical itself, and this is where I referenced Lindsay Ellis. They, there's a really good quote from Hal Prince, who is the director of Phantom of the Opera, um, who <laughs> he's hmm. you know Andrew Lloyd Webber contacted him and he said. I'd like for you to do my play. It's about cats. That's my dad, Paul F. Tompkins impersonation. Of <laughs> right. Him doing. It's pretty good. By the way, seek no, it out. Right. If you're not familiar with it, it's hilarious. Um, Paul F. Tompkins as Andrew Lloyd Webber. Sir it's Andrew Lloyd one of the. It's one of the best things ever. Um, Is it Dame so, Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber at some point? <laughs> he does give himself a lot of different titles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Hal Prince is like, he's talking to Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's like, okay, so what's this about? Is it like about like criticizing the political structure or like the, is someone, is this, is this about society? And apparently Andrew Lloyd Webber was just like, it's just about cats, <laughs> <laughs> which I like. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. It's just, hey, do you have a cat? Do you like your cat? Here's a musical about them. Yeah. Yeah, and and when we were, you know, we I were mean, I'm about- sure there's a much deeper meaning, but is there? I mean, yeah. is, were the poems, were the original source Probably. material deeper than what they were actually saying? Like just saying, like, here's a cat. That I don't I saw. know what they were. You have to assume. Mm. I, think, I think. I think what it is is it's it's just people love cats, and by that I mean do they the cat? I think, not necessarily I think the musical. Oh, okay. The the vehicle. The vehicle for the material is what's making it special. Some guy wrote a poem about cats. It wasn't just like, here's a picture of my cat. He wrote poetry about them, and that makes it special. Here's a musical about cats. A like, meowsical? Yeah, right. It, the, the topic really isn't the point. The, 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 the point is that it was put into this box, this litter box, and that box is special. We Forget about the cats. Who cares about those? Say so that's the problem with the movie is that the the instead of the movie aspect of it being the specialness, the movie aspect of it is the worst part of it. And so then I the whole agree. the whole pyramid kind of crumbles because you like yeah. take away the movie experience, the, the movie part being good, and then you're just left Pyramid with these songs. <laughs> you're left with these weird songs and these mix of weird characters and. I made my point. It's almost yes, like did. the music. The musical is 
the the concept itself and the format. Mm-hmm. And the second that you remove that, you still have the songs, but the songs just crumble. Mm-hmm. The songs are okay. They're not it terrible. Means- they're just not that rich. But they're not supported by anything. The thing about the musical comedy is the idea is that the the music is what's supposed to drive the story forward, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the idea with a song and a musical is to drive the story forward and getting to a level of emotion. But this as an operetta of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. What I was trying to say before is it's the music isn't good enough to be what the musical is like the music isn't good yeah. enough to carry the uh, whole story yeah. the whole way. You know what I mean? Like you have a couple of good songs, but the rest of it's mm-hmm. just filler and it's just, it's, it doesn't do anything right. It doesn't really evoke emotion. It doesn't really tell a story. They're vignettes that just don't make sense and then don't mean anything. And it's not powerful. Enough. But if you watch it as a dance recital with sure, absolutely. This, I'm totally serious. Yeah. As, as, as a, just a pure dance show with like just, enough of a music of music to call it a musical and just enough of a story to call it a story then that i think especially in person if you have the right cast and all of it it's probably fantastic did we have fun doing it no (laughs) (laughs) all right well none of this matters i had (laughs) more fun recording this episode i am i'm to a point where i'm thinking we need to have a spinoff where we just do musicals because this I is awesome. But let's that. do a good one for real next time, like a good musical that we can talk about that actually has meaning Look, and if, substance. If if we keep redirecting, I don't have an issue with that. But I do want to play the, the music that I've selected. Okay, please. Okay, please and do. So yeah, let's wrap this, this is a song. Wrap this dead cat up and <laughs> throw it in the fire. Oh. Is that what you're going to Schrodinger, <laughs> Schrodinger, baby. <laughs> let's schrodinger this episode the cat but, the episode is ended and it also hasn't ended but you won't right. know until you listen right. to it whoa <laughs> whoa and and yeah i was crying at memory and i was thinking of you know cats that i have loved you know all of that and how i would feel if they felt sad like that and you know it's like it 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 it, it, it it's a beaches challenge really but yeah. anyway the song that i selected there's two different versions of it and you'll understand why this is by a person i love his name is momus he wrote the song but this is sung by kahimi carey and the song is i am a kitten great about this is Momus is super cool, so I'm pretty sure we can just play it. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, had no discussions with him. Yeah. Ooh, it's French. I love yeah. this song. Okay, it's going immediately into some playlist. Somewhere. So, while you're doing that, this is Momus singing his song, I Am a Kitten. And it's fantastic. When you caress your little cat Stroke me with your hand I know I'm just a kitten But I long to be a man My little eyes are transparent They view with some regret This girl who's stroking me Guards me only as her pet And though I'd love to be loved Yeah, it's a song about a cat Falling in love with its owner Oh. That's perfect. No, I mean, like, in, you know, in a 
Yes, I see what happened. <laughs> 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 the sexy <laughs> Yeah, Momus. Momus is a really I good person to, to know about if you're not already aware. <laughs> He's good, I like it. Butterflies. That's great. I hate to pour a balls of wood. Guys, this is a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I was not looking forward to it. The, the, not the recording, but the, the movie. And I think that it was culminated in a really fun time, good conversation. And I think we should explore this more in the future. Yeah. And I'm not joking. This unlocked. I, I hated the movie. I still hate the movie. I will never watch that movie again, ever. Like there's not even like as a, I will play a drinking game to it. Yeah. The drinking game is every time they say cat, take a drink. (laughs) Um, However, um, so, yeah, go ahead. I would not have looked further into Cats, the original version at all. I was one of those people who hated on Cats because it's popular popular to do so. Um, and I'm not saying that I think Cats is the best thing ever and that anyone should regard it as, you know, the apex of theater or anything. But at least I... I have come to appreciate it as a concept. Yeah. And as a theme park nerd who is on a theme park podcast, I, I get, I get that aspect of it. That part Mm -hmm. speaks to me. And even when it doesn't work, it's still like, Oh, there's at least it's like, you know, it's like if you're riding the Matterhorn at Disneyland, it's like, ow, 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 but it's a mountain and that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Good point. Well summed. Well said. Uh, so back to our original format of Scraping the Vault in the next episode, Cinderella 2 Dreams Come True. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Cinderella is my sister's favorite movie. I it's my favorite. It. So I'm really looking my favorite forward Disney. to this. Yeah, Cinderella was my favorite princess mm. movie. Dan is <laughs> rubbing his princess head. Princess movie. Princess movie. Yay. Cinderella 2 I, Dreams Come True from February 26, 2002, Dan. Get your 2002 research going. Followed Jimmy, by... We've watched, we've, watched, we've watched this movie before. We've watched all of them before, Dan. I just don't remember anything. No. So. No. We, we watched this one before. And we... It, we, did, we, we couldn't... We couldn't take it. We couldn't oh, finish it. It's going to be know. fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it better than cats? <sighs> Does this change? Oh, that's okay. our new, that's our new <laughs> yeah. test. Yeah. <laughs> Does, okay. So <laughs> Does, l- actual question. Uh-huh. Would you rather watch cats? Let's mm. assume that they're the same length. Or Bell's met. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we do the power rankings now? Better than cats? Or so would you simple. rather watch fill in the blanks or cats? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so I would Cinderella rather watch two. cats. I would rather Ooh, watch cats. I think Cinderella I'd rather two. watch cats too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you haven't even seen it yet. No, I mean the, the bells. The, well, oh, bells, magical world. I would yeah. rather watch cats. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. It's wow. a long, it's a yeah. long movie. They're Two hours long. versus like yeah, regardless of length. Hour. Oh, that's you yeah, know what? my time maybe. is money. So mm, just that's right. Given you got to get fact, back to decorating those teeth. Bell's magical world. <laughs> uh, all right, so themselves. we 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 encourage you to listen to our other shows. That's uh, the Supreme Resort, 
the what's the other one? Oh, ears up, ears up in depth banter, best mm-hmm. and bantha milk. Some show about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, some Star Wars show. Um, and we also like to thank our travel partner. That's uh, Consi Ears. That's if you want to reach them. That's eight five six hour ears. That the parks are opening. Disneyland opens July seventeenth, two thousand twenty one. And uh, get your planning now. The in fact, the <laughs> Disney Vacation Club, the Grand Californian, just announced the other day that they're opening pretty soon. So, if you want to go to Disneyland or Disney World, or we don't know oh, actually, that that's the date. <laughs> oh, I, I thought for did sure. they announce it? No, I don't know. <laughs> Rumor town. No. no. Um, <laughs> so. Okay, the sorry. what was the other thing? Uh, yeah, this is not the show where I care about <laughs> accuracy. Um, so <laughs> the yeah, so if you want to go to the parks, I, my family and I are planning a trip to Universal. We're going to go to Concierge and 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 use them to plan our trip. So thank you to Concierge for supporting our show. And you can it, join Jimmy's family if you. <laughs> that's right. Go to Patreon forward slash ears up. And pay money, and I get to go to Universal for free. $10,000 donation. That's right. Uh, We actually, my wife found it for $3,000. But anyway. Uh, Yeah, so that's our show, everybody. Thank you. Uh, Oh, contact us at uh, Dan at earsup-podcast.com. Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com. Audrey is at... Uh, Hell Street. She's on an elevator to hell listening to me say mundane things. (laughs) We might try to do this as a live uh, YouTube live thing one of these days. So oh, anyway, uh, thank you for uh, being here, guys. I really had a lot of fun. It's good to see you. I know we're not together, but right it's there. good to see you. You guys yeah. are beautiful. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it makes our, our connection choppy. Apparently (laughs) evidently we're three seconds apart, but you know, we're together in heart. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. That's right. This is going to be fun when we say, Okay, until next time. Be kind. Be kind. (laughs) 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 You Tom Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) Meow you Tom Hanks. Meow. I like, I, like James James I like James Corden. 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 I like James Corden.